Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Game Gravy Rewind Podcast, episode 17. We are back from our one-week hiatus where we had to go rescue our Princess Jeffrey from another castle. And, um... <laughs> and I'm not so, going to respond. Yeah, so we're all here this week. Um, I don't know where we were last week, but life got in the way, so we couldn't be here. And we are back, and better than ever. And we'll start off this week's podcast with what we've been playing. I think I'll start off, since I've been playing some awesomeness on the Wii U eShop. The first game I was playing over Thanksgiving break and last week, I was playing Costume Quest 2. And I was actually really super duper excited for this game. Because I was really a big fan of the first one. And... I was actually a little bit disappointed. I'm sorry. <laughs> Sounded like you're going well, somewhere. No, no, no. Like that. I, I, I'm sorry. There uh, was a, yeah. like I was on a web page and it started playing in my headset and it was really loud in my ear. So I was like trying to <laughs> shut it off because uh. it was annoying. But it's off now <laughs> and it's annoying. And yeah, it was on Squirrel. our site, so we need to get that taken care of where they don't autoplay because that's really irritating. Um, <laughs> but anyways, so yeah, I was really excited about this game. And I was actually kind of disappointed when I played it. Um, I felt like the story was didn't like do the first one justice in the fact that the first one took place and you were in this main city and you were like you kind of got the spirit of Halloween in it. You were trick or treating. Some of the houses were overtaken by goblins. Um, some of them weren't, and you you basically leveled up. It had like kind of like a nice like unique twist to it. Um, I want to say Tim Schafer did it. Is that the guy that does Double Fine pr- Productions, Jeff? Is that Tim Schafer? I don't. I don't. I'm not sure. It, it's the same guy that does Psychonauts. I think it might be. But anyways, sure, so, yeah. I, I think it's Tim Schafer. <laughs> but anyways, um, it it, it kind of had like a really nice like uh appeal to it with like you, you know it got the essence of Halloween. It got the essence of you being a kid and dressing up and thinking you're like kind of like bigger than the world. Like it, like when you were dressed up as like a superhero when you were walking around the city, you still looked like a little kid in a superhero like. Um, costume, but then when you got to a, a battle, you know, like it's it's just this like overblown, like oh, I'm like this huge like superhero. It's bigger than the city, so it, it it's kind of cool. Um, in in the fact that it it like you you feel like you're a kid using your imagination in it. Um, well, the battle system was like intact in the second one, but like I felt like the story was kind of like all over the place. Uh, it it starts off like after the events of the first one. Um, the there's like a evil like scientist or not scientist but dentist that's like trying to ruin halloween because like the candy's bad for the kids teeth and so he like tries to like get rid of like halloween and trick-or-treating and he does and like you go to this like uh future that's like halloweenless and i don't know it looks like it's run by the nazis or something where you can't have fun and um it's like Doctor Oral White. Just he just wants to banish. Halloween yeah, exactly. Blah, blah, blah. And so, so <laughs> like, by the way, for, it, it is Tim Schafer. Okay, uh, thank you. Um, and <laughs> he was just thinking about it. But um, so like, so so the game has a lot of time travel elements to it. Like at the beginning, like you, he he like the Doctor Oral White. He like meets up with like this time wizard, and he goes back and tries to like. And he tries to like end Halloween earlier in existence. So you're kind of chasing him through these time travel areas, 
and it's I don't know it's just like it, it didn't like have the same feel as the first one where you're like like because like you're still trick-or-treating and stuff but it feels weird because like you, you go to the past and you're like trick-or-treating in the bayou down in like Louisiana and it's just like okay this is kind of weird like why am I like walking around in the swamps trick-or-treating at these houses I, I don't know it's just like it's all over it, the it place. Doesn't, yeah, it it does. It really feels okay. like the story is just like all over the place. Like if they would have just like redid the first, not like redid the first one, but kind of made it like take place in the same area, but like had the goblins come again, like I would almost feel have felt better about the game, or or you know just do a different story in the same town, or or the next town over, or something like that. I don't know. It just like I I'm never a big fan of time travel stuff, and like it, this isn't like any exception. Like I was just kind of like okay, the story is like really all over the place type of person are you time tra- i love no time, time travel always on, has man. swiss cheese holes it, oh, it's, you, you it's, know what uh, this that's... just to throw out there one of the coolest time travel things we're going to experience is tim schaefer's remake of the day of the tentacle just saying that has time travel well done it might but okay. like i'll tell you what doesn't have time trigger. travel well done that's the terminator movie awful <laughs> dun, 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 dun. I, I don't know. I'm looking forward to the new one. I, I, I would still like someone to explain to me how John Connor exists in the first timeline. Are you, in, in the first that Terminator movie, movie how does John Connor exist in the first timeline? <laughs> this is a whole podcast and it's No, it's not. It, it, it's very easy. <laughs> Unless Sarah Connor, Connor was already pregnant, how does John Connor exist in the in the first timeline? You can't send your own dad back in time to have you. It just does not make sense. Well, it could have been one of those time paradoxes where he did get sent back in time. And he fell in love with his mom, I guess. I don't know how how that works. Yeah. So anyways, that's... I don't know. It's it's stuff like that where there's... No, but it's... I have to look at... It's been a while since I watched a Terminator movie. um, Or the TV show. Yeah, it's definitely (laughs) been a while. Come with me if you want to live. Since I uh, and um, okay, but yeah. High. So so, anyways, <laughs> let me get back to uh, costume quest um two. The the battle system's very yes. similar to the first one. Um, they have added a couple a little things where um you can do more of the quick time events like um in this one for instance like it, it's kind of reminds me of the Mario and Luigi series on the Game Boy Advance or their handhelds I think they they span a couple of their handhelds but like where you attack with the one button and then when you go to attack if you time the attack right it's a harder attack well this one they added if you do it you attack and then plus you get another chance to get a harder attack and so it kind of like throw it, it makes it a little bit like more in depth and then it also has special moves where um, some of them, some of the different costumes will do different uh, special moves. Like if you're the clown, for instance, and you do your special move, you like it's called laughter is the best medicine. Well, like you you slip on a banana peel and you make your party laugh and it heals them. So it, it, it it's it's like the, the special moves do different things. So depending on like what costume you're wearing, you'll have different abilities. So in, in anybody in your party can wear any costume. So you just got to figure out what the best costume like combination is for you um 
other than that, I mean, it's very, very similar to the first. They really haven't updated anything. I was just disappointed with the story. I thought the story in the first one was better, and I, I just had a better time with the first one. It's still not a bad game, though, and there's not too many turn-based RPGs like that on the Wii U, so it's it's still a really good option if you're an RPG fan and you're looking for something to hold you over till. I don't even know. Is there any RPGs even coming out on the Wii U next year? I mean, uh, there's Chron- well, like, uh, Xenoblade, Xenoblade, but that's not, not really... Not I'm aware of. Yeah, but it's not really turn-based. No, yeah, you're right. It's yeah, I mean, I, I don't even know of any turn-based games that are even coming out. I guess if they make a Paper Mario, maybe? Are they still making them? But, I, I, well, <laughs> even Super Paper Mario, the last console Paper Mario wasn't even turn-based, so I don't know. <laughs> yeah, you, Who just, knows? you just jumped on them, and then you could change it from 3D to 2D. You brought up a really good point. Yeah, so, I mean, like, if if you want a turn-based RPG, this might be the only thing for a while, so... And, and, and it's not it's not as horrible or as, as I might make it sound like. It's still a good game, but... It, it's just like I, I just I was expecting more because I was such a big fan of the first one. So I think I kind of had my my uh, hopes up a little bit higher. So that could have played into it. But yeah, it, it, at the end I was kind of disappointed with the story. But um, the other game I've been playing this week is well I've been playing a bunch this week. I'm not gonna lie to you because it's been two weeks since the podcast and we had off over Thanksgiving break. But the other one I reviewed was uh, Thomas was alone. Unlike Jeff's never alone, but we'll get back to that later. I digress. Um, <laughs> and Thomas was alone. To, it's a indie game that came out from Mike Bethel, and it came out um, or Bethel, uh, and it came out a while ago on PC, and and I think on they PC. released it on PS3 yeah. and everything else under the sun. Um, it might even be like two years old. This game. It's it's a pretty old game, but um, Curve Digital's been picking up a lot of older games and porting them over to the Wii U. I know they just announced Ali Ali was coming to the Wii U next year, and they're they're the ones that are publishing it. Um, they they really have a their foot like they have oh, a foothold cool. in like uh being almost like a triple A indie publisher. It's crazy. Like they have a bunch of games like they don't even make that they've been publishing. I want to say Swapper they didn't make. Well, they yeah, put out quality and, and games. Lone Survivor, I, I'm pretty sure they didn't make, and they they published both of those. So no, I I know, I know the last one yeah. for sure that they made was uh, Stealth Inc. too, and that was great. So they're really doing a good job putting quality content out on the yeah. Wii U. So I'm pretty excited about that. And then um, yeah, and finding other developers yeah. that make good. And uh, Titan Attacks is coming to the 3DS, the and that's a pretty fun game. And what was the other one they announced that you just put the news article up? Was like Ultratron or something like that. Yeah, and that's oh, yeah, Ultratron. Yeah, that, that looks looked pretty really good cool too. too. But um, so Thomas was alone. You play as uh, you play as like different shaped rectangles, and each rectangle kind of has like their own unique ability. Some will jump high, some some won't jump high. Some can float. Some can like have anti gravity or defy gravity, whatever you want to say. Um, so 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 you have different um abilities from these blocks. And the the story is kind of told through the the vision of the the main block you are Thomas, and then you have like other blocks like named Chris and um, Claire, and it, it, the story is told by a narrator. He actually does a really good job. The voice acting is really well done on it, and it it's kind of like uh, it's I don't know. It's like really it's like, it's really artsy and like poetic the way it's like told through there, and it's it's actually really well done for a game where you're just playing as blocks. Like you you wouldn't think that it would have a narrative like that, but it's actually a really good narrative. Um, and, and the, the main purpose of the game, and it's, it's almost like, I, I always make the mistake and it's like, I want to say it's a puzzle game cause it feels like a puzzle game, but it's actually a platformer and, and it's, it's, you're more jumping and trying to get to the end of the level. There's puzzles to get there, but it's, it, again, it's more of a platformer than it is a puzzle game. 
and um, it, it's it's really well done. I really enjoyed it. the The graphics are a little simple. They're dark, and then like you're basically moving like your colored, um, your different colored uh, rectangles towards their like to, towards a silhouette that matches their shape, and that's how you end the levels. You get all of the um, blocks that you have out on the screen. You just get them to their silhouette shapes, and that that the level ends, and you move on to the next one. Um, there's a lot of content to it. It's over 150 levels, and it, it's it's good if you're like. Yeah, if it's good lot, if you like, yeah. and, and they're pretty short. Well, they're not like 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 really short, but um, they're, they're between three and five minutes. So if it, they're good in like short play sessions, and it's not like it's that engaging of a story where you, you need to pay attention to it and you can't go back to it. So it's good that like little one-off levels where you feel like you're accomplishing something, and then you can, it's it's a game you can go back to and you really don't forget how to play. It's like it's it's just you move, you have a jump button, and you can cycle between though. your blocks. That's it. That's that's all it does. So it's kind of make maybe a spoiler question, but does Thomas ever find yeah, his friends? his friends are all the other blocks. <laughs> yeah. He was alone, but he is well, he he, alone. He's, he's alone no more. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> cool. Just want to make it, sure it has a happy it, it, ending. It's actually a really cool game. It's it's um I I think if if you like platforming games, I know it's a it's a very um what's the word I'm looking for? It's a very like uh the the market for that genre on the Wii U is very crowded. But it, it, it does enough on its own to stick. Yeah, it does. It's, it does though. stand out, and it does enough on its own yeah. to stand out, and it's it's really well done. The music's really good, and the narration's real good. The, like that, that's one thing I can't complain about it at all is the sound on it, sound quality, and, and everything they they put into the development of like the soundtrack and the um the voice acting is really great, top notch. And then um, was it like uh, Bastion? What do you mean? The, was the sound like the narration as good as Bastion? Yeah, it's actually really similar to Bastion. Now that you mention that, yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's oh, okay. actually really similar to Bastion. Oh. Like, um, that that's actually a great example. I probably should have mentioned something like that in my review. I didn't even put two and two together though. Um, yeah, it's, it's very similar to Bastion. Um, like the, the only like the I had a very very minor complaint about it, um, but like I, I my like besides like the graphics like not being for maybe everybody because it's just like real dark is that um, I, I kind of wish there was co-op since you like you're always switching between the blocks like it would have been really cool to like sit down be able to sit down with somebody else and and play because and, and you need to use. Yeah, that sounds like it'd be a neat. Well, yeah, and you need to use the other blocks to like to get some of the platforms. Like one of the blocks won't jump as high, so like since you have like different like height blocks, you'd have to jump on top of those blocks and like make like a staircase out of them, kind of. But it would just like it would have been a lot faster and been a Mm, lot like more, um, a lot. I I don't know, like maybe like a lot more streamlined if it was co-op. You know what I'm saying? Does that make sense? Yeah. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it adds more dynamic. But yeah, that's um, what I've been playing. I know I've been rambling on. It's like 15 minutes. It already ends, so. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, man. It's like the whole podcast is you rambling. Sorry. Good job. Well, I, I, I can <laughs> jump into mine. I'll, I'll jump into mine. You want to go next? Um, oh, okay, yeah. Might, might as well, I'll since Anthony and, you know, and Thomas were alone. I was actually playing a game, Never Alone. The two yeah, ramblers yeah, yeah. Go, Je- Jeff, go first. Jeff was never yeah. alone. The whole time. Yeah, ne- never alone. Never alone. Nope. Um, no. Anyway, this this game, um, obviously it's an indie game. It's I got it on the PS4. It's a lot different than I actually thought it was going to be. I, I did no research on it whatsoever before jumping into the game, and uh, actually. But it had damn cool graphics and oh, absolutely. And, um, and believe sure. it or not, it, it was a twelve-man studio. Like they actually, yeah. Well, I mean, it, it was oh, a really? bigger studio, but then they that. they actually hired twelve people to get together to do it and. 
one of the people was actually the narrator of the whole game. Um, one of the 12 people. Yeah, because it's, it's oh, cool. actually, it's based in, like, Alaska, and it's um, based around Alaskan folklore. Um, and, and the whole purpose, like, it explains um, stuff like the, the sky people, which is, I guess, like, lore and stories from their past times. Um, there's a bunch of different stuff, like, that they incorporate it. And um, I, I guess if you're familiar with their lore, which I'm not, you would actually know exactly what the references are for. But what makes it really awesome is the, um, the narrator, he's an Alaskan native, and he's, it's all in the Alaskan native tongue. So it's, it's not in English at all, but yeah, absolutely. So it, it actually has that, that in-depth feeling where it actually feels like it's a story being told because there's subtitles and it feels as though it's like, um, you ever watch those movies? I mean, not necessarily like the, yeah, yeah. Well, not yeah, like necessarily foreign, foreign films, films, but not, right? not necessarily National Geographic, but the ones where it's kind of like just telling a story, like, you know, at a campfire, it's kind of one of those feeling things. Um, but it's, it's very awesome. Yeah. It's a great platformer and, um, it's actually co-op. Because uh, you, you play this little girl uh, named Nuna, and she has she comes across a little white fox, and uh, you you actually can switch back and forth between both of them to solve the puzzles to you know get to where you need to go, or you can have someone pick up another controller, and they can control the fox for you, and you can control Nuna oh, cool. or whatever. Which the fox? Is yeah, cute. and um, <laughs> and uh, of course me, I like I was playing. Uh, I actually played with my my ten year old son, so we were playing together and. And you know it, it was it was very fun, very good, and I actually think this game here would be fun to use um, with the actual share play function if it works, because <laughs> um, I, I I actually would like to play you know like say with with Ann or with you, Mike, you know just like go through it because it's it's a yeah, lot I'll of fun. Yeah, I'll try it out. That'd and, be fun. You know, it looks I mean, really my cool. son, he's he's not bad at games. It's just it's like you know one of those things like where you think about it, you're like oh man come on come on do it right there you know like you know like the timing, you know, and it's like, ah, you made me yeah. fall. Stop being a kid yeah, and play exactly. the game right. <laughs> Don't mess up. <laughs> but, um, but anyway, uh, it, it was a very good game. Um, roughly about two, two and a half hours worth of gameplay. Um, yeah, it's, it's not that mm-hmm. long at all, but it's, it's, it's well narrated and it's very well done. Like all the puzzles, they're, they're really cool, like how it is. Like you have to use spirits and the fox is the only one that can – draw the spirits close to you and you can ride the spirits to other places in the area so you have to, like so if you're playing co-op with somebody the person who's going to control the fox they actually have to like strategically move the fox at the right time while you're attached onto a spirit or anything like that because if, if the fox moves too far away the spirit will disappear and nuna will fall so so it's like it's oh, all about okay. like literal teamwork and it's um it's really cool I, I really, really enjoyed it, and um, it had a very good visual presentation too. Just the animations were great. The way the the wind rustled her um, her parka, the way all like the fur and everything moved on it, it, it looked very, very well done. And it was all done in the Unity engine, which you know is a very accessible game engine for anybody. But it was it was done very, very well. Sound mm-hmm. was great. Um, the only the biggest complaint I had, honestly, was. One, no online co-op, of course, but two is the price tag. I, fourteen ninety nine seems kind of like a lot. If it was ten bucks, I think that'd be perfect. But either way, like buying it, you don't feel like you wasted your money at all. So I, I 
Well, that's good. Yeah, I kind of feel like when I when I read your review, that felt about right. Like I I paid ten. It's like fifteen. Kind of feel a little. I know it's yeah, like and, only five bucks, but it makes a difference. Yeah, and I, I know they sent us a content, press copy so. when they when they did. They actually wrote on there saying, "Hey, we we were doing an update to fix some of the AI." I actually had no AI problems when I was playing, but the only glitch problem I had was like say. Not necessarily as bad as I guess um, Anthony's Xavier review or whatever it is, but like when I'm when I'm when I'm jumping like a ledge or something, sometimes Nuna will like glitch and instead of like climbing up, she'll fall, and I'm like, are you kidding me? <laughs> and it's just like it happened like maybe five <laughs> times through the whole entire playthrough. That's annoying, like, isn't it, man? It's it's extremely annoying, but it, but it's yeah, that's, yeah, it's, it's that's really irritating. It is because like I I know I'm good at platformers. I. I hit that thing right on, and all of a sudden it's just like glitch, 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 fall. I was like, seriously? <laughs> yeah, right, I've, um, been, I've definitely been there. <laughs> yeah, but uh, that's never alone, and I think I think it's actually a good game though. It's it's visually visually impressive just for the the type of game it well, is. I, I I had a quick question for you because you were saying about the fourteen ninety nine. Now, like uh, Shovel Knight's fourteen ninety nine, and I, honestly, I would have paid like thirty or forty bucks for that game. I think it's like that good. But is, but is Shovel Knight. I think that's a different type of game, but though. How, well, but yeah, how but long is there Shovel just Knight? What was that? How long is Shovel Knight? Uh, about six to eight hours. See? Long. So, so that's okay. Yeah, it's a long game with lots of secrets there's and lots no, of replayability. There's no replayability in this game, mainly because if okay, you play... Okay, okay. I, I, yeah. I, I see what you're saying, then. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Like for, for example, like when you play through it, yeah, you can unlock stuff and you can find some stuff. that unlocks... Um, they're called insights, which gives you... I guess more um, understanding of the lore and everything going on, but other than that, I mean, you can literally get like if you're a trophy hunter or an achievement person or whatever, you can literally get them all in one playthrough, one sit down in two two and a half hours, and you'll never have a reason to pick the game up again. That's 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 gotcha. the that's the reason why I say it shouldn't be fifteen. I guess I should explain it like that. <laughs> so. Yeah, um, that makes sense. And then the other game I was playing and I, I've been playing um, is is Tales uh, from the Borderlands um, on the Xbox One, and which we've actually oh. all been playing. So <laughs> yeah, like all three of us. <laughs> yeah, we've all been playing that. I mean, that could kind of segue into like my my yeah, gameplay stuff, but you can keep talking. Like, so I, I played the game too. Well, I, mean, I know one, both one of, of you have actually playing. completed it. I I haven't. I think I'm on like the third yeah. chapter in the first episode, but so far it's it's pretty good. It has that whole Borderlands lore. It has that whole feeling, um, the the grunginess and the, um, mm-hmm. you know, the, the exactly the attitude. The attitude. Things. Like, because when you're talking to everybody, yeah. they have their whole personality, and it feels like you are on Pandora and everything else, and you're just you're experiencing it just as you were when you're playing it as a shooter. Um, I'm. Yeah, I like I liked it a lot because it, it kind of conveyed a different side of uh, Pandora that. Um, you know exists but you never really get to experience through the shooter because you're it's a shooter everybody's trying to shoot and kill you which is pandora however this is kind of more a a story that guides you through these characters that actually have a great amount of depth to them and you're like wow okay and you just get to see uh pandora from a different perspective as opposed to like you aren't a vault hunter you know, necessarily running around trying to kill a bunch of um, although you are you know, going people. for the vault, so key. <laughs> it's it's kind of cool. <laughs> but but okay, yeah, no, I'm not gonna but, get into the story here, and spoil it for people. But but yeah, you yeah, aren't no, necessarily you're, 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 like a vault no, 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 hunter. No, 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 you're not spoiling anything. You're not, a vault, you're not a vault hunter at all. But you do fight alongside. Well, 
you don't no. necessarily fight alongside the vault hunters, but you you kind of you, you cross paths the with vault the vault hunters. hunters. Let's yeah. put it that way. Yeah, that's that's a good uh, way yes. of putting it. I, yeah. But you know what and though, I I like these games, exactly. and I think Telltale. I'm I'm glad that they've done what they've done. Um, I'm a fan of their I, games right now. You know they what I would like really to see awesome them do job. though. After the Tales of the Borderlands, I honestly would like to see them in charge of writing the story for Borderlands Three. Like like put that much effort into the story of Borderlands Three. Oh, where there's actually that much depth and choice. That, for example, I, like if you choose well, different no, choices. Well, no, not necessarily the choice because I want to be able to play co-op online like the other ones. Uh, but 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 you don't have to necessarily yeah. give me the choice. But I want like more in-depth cutscenes like this one has. Like this one has some great cutscenes. Absolutely, yeah. It just shows like I mean a great amount of story behind it. Like I, I feel like that was definitely yeah. I, I agree. I, I agree. Like, I, Take note, I haven't played any of the pre the Borderlands pre sequel, which it could have some of that stuff well, in there. Either I way, like I, I agree it. with you. They they but, should um, use um they should use the Telltale um story writers, I guess you could say. Whoever whoever wrote the story and the way it's panned out, they should definitely run with the Borderlands three if they end up making one. Um I th- I think it was a, a a collaborative effort. I don't think it was just it was, Telltale. No, it was. Two K uh, uh, just distributed effort. it. That's all they did. It was all. Uh, it was all. It yeah. was all Telltale. They did one hundred percent of it. Oh really? A hundred percent. Like it's, yeah, and then, it's a good game so far. That's for sure. Yeah, they they did a really good job of yeah, catch, I mean, capturing the essence of of the Borderlands franchise. Like they they have even like when you meet a character, it throws up the same like intro screen. That it does in the in the um, game, and it puts up a mm-hmm. little funny quip about them, like it does in the actual Borderland games. Yeah. Um, the the, the humor is definitely there. The between like uh, with the with the um, the psychos and the other enemies, like you see the skags. Like like, like it still has like all <laughs> oh, the yeah. same all the same comedy. Um, was that shady guy? Uh, in the game, w- wasn't he from um the 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 booty hunt? Uh, expansion. The guy, guy, the shady guy, about? the guy named Shady, he was inside the museum. The sh- I, I... Oh yeah, yeah no yeah he was he was yeah in the yeah desert, that's what I'm talking Oasis. about with with uh with the the pirate the Captain yeah. Booty whatever. Yeah. Yeah, the Booty Hunter one. Okay, yeah, yeah I, I thought he was familiar. Yeah. He was the crazy insane one. <laughs> but I thought he actually died. Yeah, I thought Oasis. he did too. So I don't know. Maybe this does, does. Well, no, it does take place after the second one. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, maybe he. Maybe you thought he was dead, and he really. Well, wasn't it's he's it, crazy. you know what's funny too. A lot of people don't really die in Borderlands. Like it's weird. Yeah, it's true. So yeah, that's true. They just strap some metal pieces to them, and they're back. Mike, I might, I might as well <laughs> let you uh, finish it up, and then go over into what you're playing too, since I don't want to talk too much about it. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't really need to talk any more about that. But yeah, Borderlands. Um, yeah, Telltale games. Well, it's it's awesome. it's hard to talk about Borderlands uh, and Telltale games without ruining too much of it. Exactly. That's why there's not much to say. Yeah, that's that's the whole thing. I I wanted to to you know kind of like talk about the other thing. The other game I played through was um, Game of Thrones. Um, Iron Mr. Telltale over here. And uh, from Tell. Wolf Among Us. Yeah, I know it's a Telltale game. Game of yeah, Thrones. It was, it was an awesome first episode. I am stoked to be playing it. It was really good. And the cool thing was, if you watch Game of Thrones, which I'm not going to throw out any spoilers, so don't worry, but um, the last thing where it left off for the, the Red Wedding, um, literally it takes place at that night, 
and you are a forester, um, stable boy or squire, I guess you, you're a squire, and you get to experience the outcomes of those events that starting that night, and you get to see it from the perspective of the forester house, house forester, um, which is cool. Uh, and you get to play different people's perspectives. It literally guides you through like a certain family, different characters to them, and you see in the city, you see outside the city, you see in the north. I mean, it does a great job of filling in gaps in the story and giving you things you didn't. I, that that was my whole thing is I didn't know how it was going to be and how this how well written the story was actually going to be, and I was pleasantly surprised that it fills in extra story and takes you on a different adventure, but all around the, the actual edge and through the plot of Game of Thrones. So it's relevant, and it kind of like gives you that extra, while we're waiting for Game of Thrones, it gives you that extra bit of meat of Game of Thrones that you want, you know, the extra yeah. story. And it does not disappoint with action, mystery, suspense, all that is included in here, and you could tell that it was definitely hugely integrated and partnered with you know hbo and stuff like that like they all approve cool. that's awesome so you know? so it's so it's it's not it's well it is its own storyline but it's a complement to the actual storyline is that kind of what it is okay absolutely yes correct yeah because you don't the, the family that they talk about you don't really hear much about in game of thrones like you know they exist but you don't hear like their story perspective and this is from that house's family's perspective and characters within it and you get to experience paths with other characters in in the series like you'll experience Jon Snow and Cersei and um uh Tywin and also um uh, the bastard uh crazy guy uh the flare yeah. hey uh name. got a question real quick though uh, Ramsey does um, Ramsey, does yeah. Jon Snow mm-hmm. still know nothing <laughs> no nothing Jon Snow does, does Jon Snow <laughs> still know nothing <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> I don't. I don't know. You know we didn't, nothing, Jon Snow. Snow you know nothing, Mike Johnston. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. I get it. But uh, no, you don't get to see him in this. I think he's in the next episode because he came in the previews nice. at the end. Nice. Well, I guess. Right, so then, uh... yeah. Um. What else have I been playing? Oh yeah, heads up, everyone! I finally max leveled and got to level 100 in World of Warcraft which was an awesome surprise. And you know what? There's so much content, a lot of stuff unlocked and opened up, and a lot of quests and little different areas. I think Blizzard did an amazing job with uh, World of uh, Draenor. Um, Just the way they introduced content and the garrisons and the way they integrated that with your character, I'm having a blast, and I'm going to hop on for like 10 minutes to play, and then I wind up playing for like half hour, 45 minutes, and I'm like, oh, crap. (laughs) But, uh, but yeah, so that's what I've been playing recently. Also, I did play like a little bit of Shadows of Mordor on PS4. So I only got like 15, 20 minutes of that in. But yeah, it's, it was, it's pretty good so far. Nice. Okay, at the end of the podcast, we're going to go back and we're going to talk about um, Smash Brothers because we didn't talk about that. Um, but I, I, let's get into the news because we've been talking about what we've been playing for a long time. Yeah, um, and we'll, we'll have a bonus segment of, of Smash Brothers because we haven't talked about that yet on the podcast. You want to... Do you want to go ahead and start off with just might as well the PlayStation Experience? Yeah, we'll go ahead and start off with the PlayStation Experience. We talked about Smash yeah. Brothers. What, what are you talking about, man? We talked no, about Smash Brothers. No, we haven't talked about though, it since we all bought it about? and played it. Yeah, we have. We talked about the last podcast. Anyways, I don't know about you. 
We did, dude. Because we were talking about our amiibos and how I was disappointed and how you made fun of me for misunderstanding. Oh, I, I don't make. Oh, that's I don't true. How they work. I, I don't. I don't. I didn't forget about that. And we all we all played together online, and Jeff didn't play with us because he was. He's, he's Not that. I just. I just didn't us. want to make you trade your like, game. I'm too good to play Smash Brothers with you. Okay, so I guess I guess we did talk what? about it then. Yeah. So yeah, forget. The, yes, we forget talked about that. it for a Jeff, good while. Jeff can tell us <laughs> about I'm Captain saying. Toad later on, then, because I want to hear about Captain Toad since he didn't mention that. Ready for adventure. So there you go. <laughs> no. So, <laughs> okay. Yeah, again. So anyway, so let's let's cover some of the big stuff from the uh, PlayStation experience. Um, the, probably the biggest news was uh, the Final Fantasy VII. I mean, that was just amazing, <laughs> dude. I, why don't you tell people what the PlayStation experience is first? Because people are. It's, it was. It, was, it, it was happened in Las Vegas. Um, it was Saturday and Sunday after the award show on Friday night, which we'll get to in a little bit as right. well. But we'll talk about the PlayStation experience first. Yeah, and um, if you really want to start off with Final Fantasy, whatever. Honestly. Well, Square... hey, hey! If Square Enix control the fans, so can we. Yeah, okay, I get it. Whatever, man. <laughs> Honestly, I think that was the biggest waste of time and effort that they even did. Because, t- to be yep. honest, why do we even want to buy a Final Fantasy VII again and again? It's ridiculous. I'm not going to. That's the thing. Unless, Unless it's we already have it on remake. PS3. Why? Don't waste. Don't. You got yeah, it it's like, don't waste my time. I like, ended up getting I, it on Steam I don't care. for like, I think it was like 80 cents or something. Seven ninety nine. I got it when it was like less than a dollar. It was on, on sale. <laughs> and so... Oh, it was it was probably like when the um, exactly. yeah so, the whole summer sale was going I, I, on. I just I can't cheap. buy it again. If it's not a remake, then never mind. Because here here's what I say. Like, oh, I'm not. And, and you know what? I love the game. It's one of my favorite Final Fantasy games. But I am not gonna just waste money on no, another and, and one. And don't tell me. Oh, it. but it has trophy support. And it, it's exact care. format. I don't care. Yeah. Who cares? I'm not gonna play it again for trophy support <laughs> unless agree. it's in HD. But um, so so actually, some really good news is for all the PlayStation fans that haven't got a chance to experience yet, Shovel Knight's working its way over to the PS4, PS3, and Vita. That's actually really cool. Yeah, um, I've had a couple sucks people for Nintendo because it. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. I, I thought... Uh, Sean's excited for that. He can't wait to play that. Yeah, I, I mean, it sucks for <laughs> Nintendo because like that was kind of like a, it won Indie Game of the Year at the um, the award show the night before. And, you know, that was kind of like a, hey, we got the best indie game, you know, the kind of thing. But then, you know, the next day they yeah. announced it's- it. It's it's for definitely a good move though for the company for for oh yeah Yacht. for Yacht Club games well, definitely yeah, the company's like heck yeah it's, we're we're the best indie game let's sell yeah more. well of course <laughs> and then it has um, Kratos in it too exclusive to the PlayStation which is pretty cool yeah so, it is pretty cool th- there's yeah, that a little bit nice it'd be cool if Nintendo if they gave Nintendo some exclusive content like if they put like Bayonetta in the Nintendo version now like that'd be kind of cool and you and Bayonetta like all day yeah. every day. He's in love with her. Ceresa, man. Ceresa. I still can't but, believe uh, it. Like, <laughs> anyways. Uh, but anyways, the, um, so so they also announced uh, Yakuza 5 <laughs> is coming out in North America. Yeah. Ooh. Yep. They had a... Grand Theft um, Auto Japan. This wasn't actually at the PlayStation <laughs> Experience. It was the night before, but they introduced the game called um, Until Dawn for PlayStation. They also showed it again at the PlayStation Experience, but uh, which is kind of like... It looks like Manhunt meets Saw. Yeah, it's it's kind of like everyone's stuck in a cabin. Interesting. Think, Manhunt was fun. I think there's fun. like eight people. I like that. And game. they're they're stuck in a cabin, and um, the whole point is to obviously figure out who's going to be the survivor. Because I think 
I don't know if it's multiplayer. I do know that if you're playing by yourself, though, you kind of choose who's going to live and die. It, it's because it, it, it's all depending on your choices you make, I think. I, it, it looks very interesting. Um, what kind of a, a game horror is suspense. Yeah. <laughs> It's a horror game. I mean, is it no, like no, on no, rails no. or is no, it's it like roam a free horror. roaming game? Free roam horror, yeah. It's just... So just grab I don't a know, you have to run away from the people trying to kill you and hide. Yeah, it's like Clock Tower. <laughs> yeah, oh. you, you, no, I, I don't think you could kill them. I think you basically got to survive till dawn. That's why it's called Until Dawn. Oh, that's Mike, ridiculous. Mike's name is ridiculous because he's never going to be able to complete it. It, You know what it really reminded me of? It reminded me of Heavy Rain, No, if you want to be I honest. I just want to run around. I want to be the person running around killing the people. <laughs> it, it reminded me of Heavy Rain. Did, did you get that vibe, Jeff? Yeah, a little bit. I did. It, it was it was it was like a horror heavy a rain. What? Yeah, uh, heavy rain. Oh, I see. Okay. But um, they announced uh, Tearaway Unfolded, hmm. which actually I'm super excited about. Yeah, because I know you never got to play that game, and I have to say that was like one of the best Vita games I've ever played. Like that was yeah, and that, it's that was the, the reason to own a Vita, which is really bad. But so. um, there uh oh um Street Fighter Five exclusive. That's actually huge news. I think. <laughs> yeah, that looks identical to Street Fighter. 4. It looks very. Similar. I'm pretty stoked about um, Wadham. Did you see that, Jeff? Yeah, that game looks pretty cool. What about the new? Uh, yeah, it's from the creator from... of Katamari Damacy. Yeah, and what about um, the Guacamelee oh, yeah. developers? They they made their new. It's like a RPG. Yeah, but isn't it Vita only? Yeah, but I'm just saying, like in general, it's still coming. It's from the PlayStation family now. So. Yeah, well, hopefully it comes to, um, you know, systems that actually have an audience later on. Yeah, it's true. But, and then um, I know... Jeff's Tim... game, Grim Fandango. Yeah, I was about to say that. Grim Fandango remastered, which I'll definitely get that, because I, I loved Grim Fandango. And... and Jeff's favorite game of all time? What? Day of the Tentacle. Game. Oh, day of, exactly. Day of the Tentacle. I'm all over it, dude. Like, that's there why I go. mentioned it earlier. <laughs> And that. Fat Princess Adventures for <laughs> PS4. Uh, that see, you know what? A lot of people were upset about that because a lot of people enjoyed the online multiplayer to to Fat Princess, and there is no online multiplayer. It's all single player adventure, which I'm okay with. But some people are just extremely upset about it. Yeah, and um, let's see what else is coming out. Metal Gear Orcs Solid. Must Die. Yeah, Orcs Must that? Die. I said Metal Gear Solid Five. And Metal Gear Online. Yep. Yeah. That I don't know. Cool. The trailer looked all right. I don't know. I I saw it at E3. It looks um, pretty interesting. Oh, Bastion's coming to PS4 and Vita next year. Yeah, but it's still a great it game. And it's still a good pickup. It. But it's a great game. It's a great yeah, game. I just, just want to say I don't I don't know if, um about uh, Metal Gear Five. You know how Hideo Kojima he always he always tries to uh, be clever and be a total troll well the whole yep. the whole thing is he was wearing a shirt that was uh had swedish writing on it i am not even going to pronounce it because i can't um but it, it, I can't right it now. stood for yeah i can't right now it stood for uh 20 second <laughs> <laughs> it stood for 22nd and 6th which would mean june 22nd of next year so maybe he just released the release date for metal gear solid 5 i don't know Cause you know how he's like That'd he's cool. like that. It's possible he's a weirdo. So yeah, yeah. He likes to be creative like that. <laughs> so. Okay, 
So, so let's talk about yeah, the video cool. game awards from the night before. We're not going to necessarily talk about the winners and losers. I mean, we'll we'll just like the the game of the year was Dragon Age Inquisition. The developer of the year was Nintendo. Indie game of the year was Shovel Knight. Um, all the rest, if you want to see them, go go look them up. It, it is what it is. I just want to name the major ones. Um, the, the, the yeah, we tweeted a lot of it too. Yeah, our, the our biggest thing tweet. really though was the was all the world premiere videos. Which I'm going to tell you what a lot of them were just like, really? Like, what was the point of even showing us this video? Like, there was one for, was it called, like, Tacoma or Tahoma? And it was yeah. literally just, like, walking in a door and then looking at this sign that looked like something out of Bioshock. And I'm like, that showed me absolutely nothing of what this game is. Some people think they're being artsy and unique and, like, trying to get you hooked on uh, something. It's, uh, that's to me, it's it. the wrong industry to more, try to be artsy and unique. Yes, if your game's artsy and unique, that's great. But, again, it's all going to come down to gameplay. People don't want to play a crappy game that's artsy. Very true. That's true. <laughs> I mean, like, like to me, like, I don't know. Here's, here's, uh, here, okay, we'll, we'll talk about Zelda real quick, Jeff, since uh, I told you I would talk about it on the yeah, podcast. Absolutely. Okay, and, first of all. Uh, I, I, I'm going to allude to the game. We'll start it off right here. Okay, so so we've heard heard some complaints from a few of our colleagues that about how the Zelda world was kind of barren um, that they were showing in the gameplay video, and there wasn't a lot going on, and it was a lot of open space. Okay, so yeah. here's here here's what I was going to compare it to. Now everyone is getting all tight in the pants over No Man's Sky. How is that any different? <laughs> I, I, I wasn't sure if you were going to go that route. I actually had a feeling you were going to say the name, but I wasn't sure that that was the game you were going to push. But I yeah, agree. I, like, <laughs> I've heard nothing. What is No Man's well, Sky? That... It's just the No Man's Sky is almost empty. It's almost yeah, fully the, empty. We have no idea what's what's happening in that game. We have no idea what you're actually going to do in that game. At least in Zelda, I know I'm going to find a dungeon, I'm going to go in the dungeon, I'm going to kill a boss. What am I going to do in No Man's Sky? Who, and, and there's so much space in No Man's Sky that they say you can't even. It'll take like what, like 18 billion years to this, to explore it all, or something like that. Yeah. And, and then, you're gonna complain. And if you want to go to bigger yeah. titles, I mean, if you played Skyrim and you love Skyrim, and then you love Fallout, all those Bethesda games. To be honest, a lot of them are barren as well. Yeah, they have trees here and there, but so did Zelda. Yeah, Zelda had grass spiller. and trees and bushes and all that stuff everywhere. It just didn't have a crap ton of wildlife all over the place the only game that i've played lately that has a crap ton of wildlife and like animations everywhere all the time constantly is dragon age inquisition that game actually does it really well where there's like literally wildlife and bugs and everything everywhere all over the place so it's that one's really good but when it comes to zelda i don't care if there's nothing really there because the whole the whole point is it's the adventure i don't care if there's birds flying around and yeah and it's the exploration the, the objectives yeah of what i mean getting, yeah you like do you do, do soak yeah. in the environment you do get that experience but at the same time i'm playing it for zelda not for a bunch of fillers in an area that's just that's yeah. my that opinion game is gorgeous it. by the way though like seriously like just watching him run around on opona dude that game is gorgeous oh absolutely I cannot. I cannot I, wait. I, I can't wait. And I already talked to. You, I already told you guys like there's only. Yeah, it's gonna be awesome. There's only uh, two games other than Nintendo games that I'm planning on getting next year, and that's Witcher Three and Batman. Those are the only two games that are not Nintendo games that I'm getting next year. And like, and Witcher Three even got delayed. <laughs> so. Yeah, till May. 
Yeah, but I mean that's okay. Yeah. I'd rather them delay a game instead of having an experience. Exactly. There's a reason why you delay oh, hey. games. You know what I've seen that's actually getting pretty good reviews, and I, I thought it was kind of funny because me and you like really didn't care Tomb for the Raider. first one. Did you see the new uh, Laura Croft game? Yeah, Tomb Raider. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's actually oh, got uh, it, it's, it's actually got good reviews. So, so there's no there's no hidden spikes. It's not like it's not like it's not like the true co-op experience. <laughs> you want to hear something funny? This is before they had the share uh, the share feature in, in in the on the consoles. Like me and me and Jeff were literally playing this game online, and so he he takes a picture with his cell phone and texts it to me because I'm like, dude, quit walking up because he kept dying, and I'm like, dude, like, and he kept he's like, I just keep randomly uh-huh. dying, and, and I'm like, dude, you're walking on spikes, that's why you're dying, and he's like, dude, there's no spikes here. I'm like, yeah, they're hard, dude. You're walking on them. I'm watching you walk. <laughs> on the spikes and so he takes a picture of the cell phone texts it over to me and there's literally no spikes where there's spikes on my screen so he it's so so anthony's like that's all right, crazy well yeah but that's but that wasn't teamwork. supposed to be so anthony's like all right man go straight no stop 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 stop, stop. all right take a left all right oh, okay okay <laughs> it was like literally i had that's to awful man like, like, that's absolutely ridiculous yes <laughs> oh man but what is there, is there any other but yeah they had some um I, I thought some of the cool news from the, another video they showed at uh, at the um, awards was the Mario Maker. I thought it was cool that you can choose between Mario 1, Mario 3, Mario World, and um, New Mario U as your levels to, to design from. It is I cool. I thought that was pretty yeah, cool. Oh, I know this was off cool. topic because I know we just talked about like that stuff, but I just want to throw out there, if anybody was wanting that 20th anniversary limited edition PS4, it sold out in less than 20 minutes. And there was only 12,300 units, and it sold out in literally less than 20 minutes. <laughs> That's so dumb. They should have just made it widely available. No, because they want... No, because... Well, that's the whole thing of yeah, it. Yeah, but... That's why I people mean, will buy it, though. When was the release date of the around. original PlayStation? You don't You don't remember? I don't know. 1994, right? Off the top December of my head. 3rd. That's why there's 12,300 units, because they wanted to be clever and do 12... You know, twelve three. Yeah, but that's so dumb because now people now people are gonna go sell them for like uh, tens of thousands of dollars when thousand dollars. Yeah, it's right. Did you see the first one that sold on eBay? Sold in one day for over fifteen thousand dollars. Yeah, see, it's it's just ridiculous. Like the thing is, is like that's money that Sony's losing out on. Absolutely. Because even if you exactly, go on eBay now, yeah. you'll see there's some that are selling for over $2,000. Almost every one of them. Every one of them. Then how much do people pay, pay retail for them? Like 200 Yeah. Five, Which I actually think is yeah. a little bit too much. Because, yeah, it comes with a camera, but it's still a 500 gig hard drive. <laughs> yeah, that should be a terabyte Absolutely. hard drive in there for that price. But anyway, carry on. <laughs> Sweet. Um, did we have any bonus things? Because that's like at an hour and a half right now. That w- this is a long podcast. What are you talking about? We're on forty-five <laughs> minutes. Mm, I'm at an hour and a half talking oh, about the podcast. <laughs> Get anyways, out of here, um, man! For, for anybody that cares, <laughs> tomorrow's a big day for Activision because the Destiny expansion hits for the Dark Below. Oh yeah, I'm actually really excited about that. Oh yeah, that's right. Um, did you oh, guys? Yeah, 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 the Collector's Edition. I got the collector's it's on the edition. What? You know, did you oh, did yeah, you see here. that there's okay, a so bug timer? 
or like there's a bug found within the PlayStation 4 countdown timer. It blocks access for some users. Um, oh yeah, actually, it happened to uh, Pookie. <laughs> he he was uh he yeah he asked me last oh, night. Really? He goes, hey, I tried to go play Destiny last night and uh and, and it just had a countdown timer to like when the expansion comes out. And it wouldn't let me on there. I'm like, oh, I'm like, well, maybe it's from the PSN getting <laughs> hacked. But well, that's no, hilarious if it wasn't. And, but see, Xbox One version, none of them have been affected. So everyone in Xbox One, they could still play fine. So that's like an actual bug. Yeah, it's people who already have the Dark Below. They they can't they can't play original Destiny right now. Apparently, there was like some bug. That's funny. Yeah, because it pre-downloads. <laughs> it pre-downloads the DLC, and it's like, sorry, you can't play this now. <laughs> that's that's pretty good. They What's be the point? It out, comes out yeah, tomorrow. Patched out. I don't know. I'm looking forward to it. People that want to play today. Yeah, it should be okay. It'll bring me back to play it for a little yep, bit. That's the next for sure. Expansion. Yeah. Yep, pretty much. I want to do the raid once, complete with real people <laughs> that actually know how to play the raid. <laughs> yeah, that would be nice. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That are the right level, I too. I don't think there's really much <laughs> else news, really, right now. I mean, there is some stuff here and there, but it's no, it's nothing like Not major. Like so, seriously, Jeff, tell me about Captain Toad, bro. I want to know you... about it, because I, I have to live vicariously through you till Christmas. Oh, it's, <laughs> it's pretty amazing. Um, Just keep I, texting well, him what photos I did was I, I played I'll punch you in the face. <laughs> I played through the first episode, which I thought it was the whole, like, the whole game. I finished 18 levels, and all of a sudden it's like, credits. And I'm like, seriously? I paid 40 bucks for 18 levels. Are you kidding me? But then... No, you well, just unlocked the 300 the levels. Box, it actually <laughs> says that you have... Like, there's 70 levels for adventure. And I'm like, where are these 70 levels if it has the credits? So then it... Yeah, well... Th- well no, there's actually, there's, there's more than that. There, well, there's 70, but there's, there's more if you have a save file from Mario 3D World on there. Because if you have Mario 3D World save on there, you can actually play. And Anthony, I thought it was... All you could play was the... Captain Toad levels in Mario 3D World? No. Like, you can play the actual levels of Mario 3D World as, as to- Captain Toad. Like, you can't kill the enemies or nothing. So it's like, you actually, awesome. like, you play the first level, and the whole point is to find a gold mushroom in there somewhere and collect coins and everything. And it's, it's, it's totally different. That's really <laughs> awesome. And it's a different take on the... I have Super Mario. It's Super yeah. Mario 3D World. Is that what that is? Oh, okay. Cool. Well, yeah, but it, yeah, it, as yeah. long as you have a save file on there, and if you get Captain Toad, it unlocks special stuff in the Captain Toad game, so you get to play more. But yeah, it's sweet. Uh, what do nothing. the amiibos do? They haven't announced it yet. They better do the something. Amiibos, they'll, they'll unlock something, <laughs> but they haven't announced what they're going to unlock yet. Maybe unique levels to that character. That would be cool. What? IGN has like a new a new video up. I know I'm promoting IGN, but whatever, it's still awesome. They they don't promote IGN. <laughs> no, it's cool because they they um took the Zelda Wii U footage and like stretched it and like cropped it to full screen. And oh yeah, good. no, I I've seen that before. Like other places have done that too. So yeah, go to NintendoFever.com. The whole background Zelda. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> other than that, though, there really isn't other news. No, I think that's it. Do we have any bonus segments? No. Today? Only that the 
Only that our watch, award show is coming watch up Walking next Dead. week. Where we'll be talking about our awards. Yes, definitely, definitely, definitely. Yes, that's true. And also, people should watch Walking Dead. It was good, even though it got spoiled by AMC. Yeah, but days. hey, there's a spoiler for the award show. My game of the year is uh, Bayonetta 2. Everybody's just face palming right now. Hey, they <laughs> so can face palm all they want. I'm still, yeah, no, well, I including oh, Jeff. Let me explain something to you. Like, I, I was actually <laughs> looking forward to playing the game. Let's talk about it next time when we actually have it. All right, all you can argue about it all you want, hours. but until you actually go and play Bayonetta two, then you won't be able to make that argument. I'm telling you, that game is amazing. No, Jeff he has. hasn't played enough. He's only played the demo. Jeff has. I've only I've only played the um the softcore porn part. Exactly. Which is sexy, but yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, there's nothing going on right. in this video right now. There's trees and water buffaloes. I feel like I'm in Skyrim. Anyway, guys, I think... Um... <laughs> Alright, thanks everyone for listening. We will for see you back Game next Gravy week. For the Game Gravy Awards! Alright, this is Michael, Aunt, and Jeff signing off. See everyone.